Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Cheney, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Listeners, welcome to the January 27, 2008 broadcast of The Unexplained World with your hosts, Annette and Ed Shanahan. That's me. Hello, Annette. Hello, Ed. How you doing? I'm fine, thank you. And yourself? Uh, just uh, figuring out the switchboard tonight. It's jumping around and, you know, uh, bouncing you guys from number one to number two caller to number three caller, whatever. So, uh <laughs> Just having a little fun with that on my end. So, see what you miss out on? Jeez, I got to break know. you in on this. I, I just sit back you. with a life of Riley over here. <laughs> I got to break you in on this. So, uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, tonight's broadcast is a subject very close to my heart. It's um, about healing and miracles. And our guest tonight is a lady. I talked to her a couple minutes ago. Her name is... I hope I say this right. Um, she said I said it right the first time. Delphine. Delphine, is that right? Delphine. Uh, Delphine, is that right? Delphine. Delphine. Annette, do you got that? <laughs> Delphine. I can remember that, Ed. <laughs> Welcome, Delphine. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, don't feel, Delphine, it took uh, Annette almost a year to teach me to say coven the proper way so <laughs> that's true <laughs> and we're still working on um squiring so um don't feel bad okay um there have probably been many things i mispronounced so <laughs> before we go any further let me get a little business out of the way first okay Listeners, there's no doubt that identity theft is a crime that can hit any of us at any time, and it would devastate those it would happen to, as it has those who have been a victim of this crime. Well, protect your identity. No guns are needed. No security cameras are needed. Nor is an eight-foot fence around your house. Just a simple call to LifeLock or a visit to their website, LifeLock.com, and your identity is guaranteed to be protected. Just call 877-LIFELOCK, L-I-F-E-L-O-C-K, or go to their, their website, www.lifelock.com. Use the code word UNEXPLAINED and receive 10% discount over the already low-cost service that may turn out to be a lifesaver for you. Okay, I had to get that out of the way. And it's a very good service, so listeners, I would jump in there and... Um, uh, take advantage of that. Uh, okay, as I said, tonight is a very uh, special night, very close to my heart. We will be taking callers, um, those who are out there that feel the need for prayers or a healing miracle, feel free to call, okay? Also, those who are listening, and I know there are some spiritual ones out there, like Nurse Healer, that are listening tonight, and she passed the word on to her people. This is, I'm going to call you D. This is Dee passed a message on to her her, uh, people who visit her site and that. Um, The number to call is 646-915-9653. And just for the listeners that are out there, feel free. You know, if you hear something or people needing help, just whoever your higher power is, 
So feel free to send a message out there. Uh, Delphine, what you wanted to say a little message about the soldiers, something close to your heart, um, the soldiers with protection and stuff like that. Would you want to go on with that? Um, basically Explain. just protection for everyone that's fighting for our country, for our safety. And a specific group that I support is called Desert Moon Grove. It's a pagan group, but not just for pagan soldiers, all soldiers. Okay, would you speak up a little louder, and where could they find that site? If they type in Desert Moon Grove and Yahoo Groups, they should be able to find it. Okay, okay, okay. What Now, you run a, on MySpace, you run a um, web page, a MySpace page that's basically there for people seeking prayers and stuff like that. Am I correct? Healings, yes, prayers, or just a little extra oomph that things are bad or people that are sick or dying, yes. Okay. Um, Annette, you used to run a Annette, do you still run a prayer group? You know, for years, Delphian, um, I did an, an email prayer group where originally it started um, a good friend of mine, her mother-in-law had a brain tumor. And it was, you know, one of those things is diagnosed overnight. Oh, my goodness, what do we do? She's flat on her back just, you know, so quickly in days. And I just emailed every person that was on my list, anybody I could think of that, you know, I, I could just reach out to. And we prayed and prayed and prayed for two, three days, and, you know, it, they discovered that it shrank on its own within a week. It was just un, uh, just a crazy miracle. It was just so beautiful. And the woman is alive still today, and this was back in, oh, boy, the early 90s. And I think I ran the group for about, I don't know, eight, nine years. And, um, you know, I, I just kind of lost track of it. I had a couple, I started a family and moved, and <laughs> but I lost track of it, unfortunately, because I do miss it. You know, there are times in life when, you know, you, like you said, you need that extra oomph, you know, if it's just to pass a test or to get through your chemo treatment or whatever it is, you know. Um, Delphine, what, how do you, how do you feel about miracles and healing miracles? Well, I believe there are certain things that cannot be changed unless you ask for help. It's just like, I'm not sure if any of you have ever heard this. Your angels will not interfere unless it's life or death. Have you heard that theory? Yes. And I yes, also I, believe, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yes, I have. Go ahead. I also believe that we as people, this is I have many people contacting me, well, what can I do? Can I do this? Should I say a chant? Should I... What can I do? And it doesn't matter if you just light a candle and think of that person that day. I mean, everybody, I believe, has just like people, many people say psychic abilities. I believe they have healing abilities. If you just focus on energy on people, everybody can change something, whether if it's that that person can endure, just as Annette just said, chemo. I believe that if enough people contribute to something, it's been proven in many factors that healing and energy and visuals and all those types of things can improve and enhance. I don't believe that things are changed by miracles unless they are meant to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Annette, what do you feel? Um, well, I, I, I think that any time a large number of people come together for any cause, the energy that's created will definitely have some effect whether it's for good or bad, whatever the intention is, I think it has a tremendous effect, definitely. And I think we're both, or probably all three of us, are under the um, agreement that you don't all have to be of the same face to have it. It basically has to come from the heart. That's my, that's my total belief. It has to come from the heart. I don't care what faith you are, what your beliefs are. Um, as both of you said coming in you know coming it's like the old example i used before uh annette that liked that annette liked if there's one person knocking on the door at walmart's to get somebody's attention nobody's going to be nobody's going to hear you but if there's about 20 30 40 people knocking at the same time you're going to be hurt and uh um that's the way you know like the lady said the power of numbers yeah, even, you know, even if you don't believe in a, in a certain higher power, or even if you're right. an atheist, just the fact that you're putting out energy towards something, a positive energy towards anything, I, I think that really has something to do with it. Yeah. Um, a caller. 
Yes. Okay. Let's see. This is, uh, I, I don't know if this is out of the, it might be out of the country. It's 000 Yes, Let's I'm like it. 000-012, do you hear me? Hello, hello. Hello. Okay. Nobody's oh, there. Bad. Yeah. The number's still up there. Maybe they're just listening. Okay. We'll leave it there and leave it at that. Delphian, um, what is the biggest request, would you say, when people come to your MySpace? When people are sick with disease. You're going to have to talk up. When people are sick with disease. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? How long have you had this out there? Oh, about a year and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, are you, and you, you mentioned... Uh, t- tell us how oh. it works, Delphian. Um, uh, people sign up to your MySpace, and that's how you keep in contact with them? They just... Or do you send out messages, or exactly how does that work? If I came to you and said, oh, my so-and-so is sick and dying, I need the prayers of many, how would that work? What would you do then? Well, it originally started where um, a lot of people... Um, on my MySpace page, you know, there's a big spiritual community on MySpace would ask me for help or I had someone I knew in my personal life and I wanted to do something. So a lot of people were asking me stuff, so I was putting it in a specific blog on my page. Then I originally moved it to a home page, and I have an email that you can contact me through if you don't have a MySpace page or through MySpace. You don't have to specifically be signed up to a MySpace account because everybody doesn't have one. What is, what, how can people contact you? Let me ask you that. Well, there's two ways at um, Healing Haven Prayer List at AIM.com. So that's H-H-P-R-A-Y-E-R-S-L-I-S-T at AIM.com mm-hmm. or at www.myspace.com at Healing Haven of MySpace. Okay, okay. Yeah, and and you, you, you have a blog there and everything else where you're sending out requests for people's prayers and stuff like that. And um, miracles do happen, people, uh, listeners. They do happen. I've uh, I've been a part of these three or four of them. I've seen them happen. Matter of fact, there's a location here in Chicago. Uh, Annette knows. I don't think I've – you've never been out to the Miracle Child's gravesite, have you, Annette? No, I know lots about it through you, but no, I've never actually been there in person. Yeah. Um, one day when you're in the neighborhood, I'll take you there. It's a Holy Sepulchral Cemetery at 111th between, uh, it's east of Ridgeland and west of Central Avenue at 111th. And if you go to the website, my website, theunexplainedworld.com, and click on the videos there, I actually have a little, a little tour of how to get there. Once you're into Holy Sepulchral, what the um, what to look for, um, markers and stuff like that, and that's at theunexplainedworld.com. Um, the Miracle Child, her name is Mary Alice Quinn, and she was. Uh, I'm looking at my website now, and this is from the voices. This is from the book Voices from Chicago Grave that I'm in, and talk about the Mary Alice Quinn at a young age was visited by a religious figure. From then on, she decided to devote, to devote the rest of her young life to religion and St. Teresa. It became apparent that she had the power to heal, and she used this power on sick people throughout the south side of Chicago, reason for the name Miracle Child. She made it known that even after her death, she wanted to be able to continue to help people from beyond the grave. She died tragically at the age of 14 but she was very determined to keep her promise as she appeared to people across the world immediately immediately after her death in 1935. And from then on, she's uh, assumed people were visiting her gravesite on a daily basis. There have been documented cases of miracles occurring at the site of the grave. People are overwhelmed even in the dead of winter with the smell of roses at her gravesite. Somebody um, had me, her name is Leah. Her daughter had a... Um, has a tumor, and Leah asked me to escort her there in January, um, January of last year or the year before. I can't really recall. And as my 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 thing is, the way I do it is I put one hand on the grave, 
and a headstone. And you can see the headstone if you go to the website. And I hold a person that's with me, their one hand, and he have them put their other hand, usually their right hand, on the headstone. And we prayed. And like I said, this was, there was snow on the ground and everything. This was January. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, and this is the first time I've experienced it at the site, in the last, uh, we were both overwhelmed by the smell of roses. And, uh, yeah, so it does, uh, it does, uh, it does happen. And it's a very, since I've been talking about the site and that, you'll see a picture on my website. We also have a webpage dedicated to it. Uh, you'll see the one shrine I took back in, I think it was 2005 when I took the picture. And if you look at the video from last year, 2007, you'll see how the shrine has just blossomed. There's been people going there, uh, leaving um, cards, leaving, you know, trinkets, leaving Man. statues of the Virgin Mary and everything else, even thank you letters. So um, there's people That's that believe. You, you had the experience where you smelled the scent of the roses. Was Leah's daughter healed or um, her Okay. Her daughter still has the problem, not as bad. It hasn't gone away, okay? But it hasn't, it's a tumor in the brain. But it hasn't, I guess, mass, you know, it hasn't become big. And I think Annette and Delphine, you'll both agree with me that, you know, we're not. We don't have the final say in the situation. Yeah, it's the high. Some things are just meant to be, no matter what right. we want. We're absolutely. That's exactly what I was stating. Angels don't interfere unless you, you know, unless they're meant to. Yeah, and it's you know, um, Annette knows the story of my granddaughter, and mm-hmm. yeah, and that's where I came across. <laughs> Believe me, I went there the first time to the graveside. Uh, the miracle child, and um, when I held my granddaughter in my hands, I offered my own life up. And uh, within and within three months, all the doctors could say is it was a miracle. Period. And um, so it's then I get messages. I've done that for a while, and that knows about it. I get dream messages, vivid messages, and uh, the one message the message was that I have to. This is my thing I got to do is try to help people in this way. Um, we've had people come to the Unexplained World Yahoo group. Patty from Enchanted, or not Enchanted, Patty from uh, Mystic Investigations had a grandchild that was in very severe health and born that way, came to the webpage or the Yahoo group, asked for the group prayer, and uh, the child's health turned around. So I do believe in the miracles. I believe in uh, hands-on, the healing, hands-on healing. Uh, I've, you know, experienced that. Um, where I, but it's like I, I don't know. I, it's it's the way I look at it is. And callers, feel free to call in six four six nine one five nine six five three. But the way I look at it is like the lady said. You need the group. You need uh, it's if it comes from the heart, it's very possible to happen, and uh, that's why I look at it when I do that, laying the hands on and ask. I just feel like the middleman, okay, between what my higher power is and the people that are praying, and um, and that knows of the individual that was in a coma. And they were going to pull his plug. When they pulled the plug, he woke up the next that day. So. Um, and gave his loved one what was requested some time together to say their final goodbyes, which was about a year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yay! <laughs> <laughs> Delphine, can you tell us some of your success stories? Um, yes, actually, um, I have one personal encounter that I really believe helped me. Um, I'm sure you guys are familiar with 294, if anybody's calling from di- listening from different areas or not, but it's a major intersection highway. Yes, yes. Yep. And I spun out in three lanes at 5 o'clock 
And as anybody knows, at 5 o'clock on 294 is very, very busy. And I screamed right away for Archangel Michael because I knew this wasn't good and I couldn't change it. I spun into three lanes and then I went back and forth. And I literally was a half inch from going right over the overpass. Oh. Yes. Bring chills in my spine talking about it. Do you, did you see what they call the white light? I thought I was going to die. I had a feeling. Okay. I didn't see a white light, but I thought I was going to die. So I'm pretty sure I was going to if I hadn't asked for yeah. help. Go ahead, Annette. Like no, I was just going to ask. I mean, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Archangels rock. Um, <laughs> I was just going to ask, though, too, um, some of the examples that maybe um, people that have actually um, come I always call it prayer chain, so correct me. I'm not sure what you call it. Um, but when people come to you and if there's any stories that you can relate to us that because of the power of prayer that you've witnessed, Group prayer. Yes, actually, multiple things. We have a slide that plays, and it will give you updates and pictures of how people are doing. And then some people, they don't get back to you, or you'll just get a little thank you. Yes, I've done better. There was one girl that was really sick when she was pregnant, and she said, you know, my pregnancy wasn't hard, and I thought it was going to be nothing dumbfounding as, like, Ed and you were speaking about. But different things, like you helped me, or I feel better, or I can think straight now, or... You know, my grandma's not as sick anymore. Wonderful. Well, those, okay. Those are those are those are you know, this is, believe me. Any any time you get relief from the group thing, it's fantastic. The group happenings. Um, we've had people. I've seen other websites or Yao groups or whatever where people, yours included, where people ask for you know help in this, help in that. Um, I you know I it it it. it just blows my mind sometimes the things that I see happen just by a prayer and healing and stuff like that, even to where, you know, help people break addictions, you know. Right. Everything's not written in stone as well. You do have a chance to change it a little bit. Like we were talking about destiny, there's some things that you just, they're unknowable. Right, right. When I talked about the person that he had, uh, the, they had about the year, the year, for them to say goodbye to their loved one. And uh, when they did take, I was there when they did uh, pass the second time or was rushed to the hospital and everything. And it was like, you know, the first time you ask, the second time it's up to the, you know, to the higher power. And um, I left it at that. And That's really it was, smart. It yeah. was time. It was time. It was time. You can't ask for, you know, uh, can't ask for more than what you've been given the first time. So, uh, is there any, is there any, go ahead. I was just going to say callers, if you want to call in and express things that you want, need prayers for, I'm sure Delphine would be happy to make a list for us and add those to her prayer chain. Yeah. And we do have people in the chat room and stuff like that. So don't nobody be shy. And uh, I have one (laughs) right off the bat. Um, um, A very good friend of mine, her name is Lisa, and she is a young girl. She's just under 30. Her husband um, is quite a bit older than her. He's like 63, and they have a little boy together, about three and a half. And he passed away in his sleep last night. The husband did. And it's been a hard, you know, it's only been a day, but it's been very difficult. And it's, we're not, you know, we're not sure how financial it's going to be and everything. So I'd like to send prayers for Lisa and Joshua to make it through and have comfort and peace after the death of their husband and father. That's nice. And uh, as Delphian asked before, Delphian, uh, prayers for the troops and the soldiers out there and especially their families. Uh, don't know from day to day how things are going. So, I, I, Delphine, do you have some, do you have uh, family members out there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I figured I'd ask. Uh, 
How long have they been? I'm sorry? How long have they been out there? In in the soldiers. I guess if you have family members. Oh, I apologize. I thought you asked me if I had family members listening. I apologize. No. No, if you have family members in uh, that are troops. By no. Any no? No. Okay. All right. But um, we should remember those daily in our prayers because a lot of them are just doing what they're requested to do. Especially for their mental clarity help. There's so many soldiers that are just keep being taken back and taken back, and it's just too much mentally. There's so many of them that are being diagnosed with the post-traumatic stress disorders, and a lot of them killing themselves, unfortunately. Yeah, oh. yeah. We we just had a guy from where um, I work out of. He's he's been. I think it's his third time back there. So. Uh, so he was looking for the little change of pace. Some people they just you know they just looking for their change of pace and going out there and doing their thing. Uh, we got a a request from Nurse Healer, prayer request for her uncle Leo having his heart surgery, and so Nurse Healer, it's been right and it's been thrown out there, put out there for everybody. Um. Annette, do you, when you, do you, how can I say this? When you do your prayers, mm-hmm. do you believe in doing rituals with them by way of your wick of faith, or does it depend on the request, or what? I really think it depends on the request. Um, okay. If it's, if somebody would ask me, Annette, can you, you know, can you, use your energy to make it so that I pa- study well and pass my final exams. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, something, okay, you know what I mean? That was always a common one for us. <laughs> um, get me through this last part of the whatever I'm in, you know. Um, and I would, I'm sure you've heard of those, right, Duffian? <laughs> and, I, you know, I would, okay, I would focus my energy and visualize them and in uh, with white light and, uh, seeing them as having accomplished their goal and having their certificate of authenticity and something along those lines. Um, and, you know, prayers for someone who has just been diagnosed with, let's say, a breast cancer and is very worried and hasn't even begun the process, I would definitely do more ritual for something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, cast a circle, call the quarters, perform a, a healing spell for them. Um, I, yeah, I would go all out for something like that, where I knew I really have to talk to, <laughs> you know, it's more than just me putting my positive energy towards something, which myself, my positive energy is the same as the positive energy of the divine in my mm-hmm. in my belief. Yeah. Um, but I think when a, a performed ritual has higher impact. Um, You're just a tool. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I've gone so far is to regress and do rosaries <laughs> because, you know, um, growing up, I grew up Catholic and my virgin mother was my goddess. You know, I really could never see the whole, and pardon me, I know everybody has their own beliefs, but I never was really could understand well about Jesus, but the virgin mother made all kinds of sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and being a goddess worshiper now, it just kind of went hand in hand. So my rosary was a very powerful tool growing up, you know, and now when the chips are down and I really need to um, to get some attention, you know, quickly, I, I still sit down and do a rosary. So. Okay. Uh, Witchy Wearables, actually, he has a statue, I believe it is, of the Virgin Mary in their, in, in their store, and I believe. And you've been there, and that's... Did they consider that mm-hmm. like her? Okay, okay. I think so. I've been in there as well. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, and that's... She's like the modern-day goddess. If yeah. you, look, you know, I mean, many, many people will not dispute the fact that she is the mother of God, and that's the same thing as our goddess, you know, the Lord and Lady together as one. You know, there there's so many similarities. I mean... I don't want to get into a religious debate, but there are so many similarities there. It's just the, right. the modern-day icon. 
So mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense for those of us growing up in the 20th, 21st century to have grown up with that as children and, you know, still have that in our hearts. So We have another um, person on chat that um, her name is Nikki, and uh, she's asking for healing prayers for her bronchitis, and she's got a lump in her left breast. So hopefully that all Her name is Vicky. Okay. Yes. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Nikki, and I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully that turns out okay for her. So she posted it here on our Yahoo group. Okay, Before Nikki, we go I'm any, all over it. <laughs> yeah. Before we go any further, I'd like to make a couple of announcements at this time. This is announcement time, basically, for the show. Um, place things are coming up on February second. I will be a guest of Indian Ghost Trackers at Langell's Pizzeria at 2833 Highway Avenue in Highland, Indiana. And I'll be and that'll be at four o'clock. I'll be speaking and um on basically what I do with the paranormal and stuff like that and doing some readings afterwards. Monday, February fourth, I'll be doing readings at Champs from five to nine o'clock. That's at 6501 West 79th Street in Burbank. And that's approximately a mile east of Harlem Avenue on 79th Street on the south side of the street. You can't miss the sign that says Champs. February 10th on our broadcast, Sunday night, February 10th at 9 o'clock, we will have the Ghost Evils on for the whole show. And then uh, February 26th, a Tuesday night, and I will be doing readings at Cigars and, and Stripes from in Berwyn, Illinois, from 7 o'clock till 11. And let me also mention, February 24th, our guest will be David Kump again, and we'll be talking about the Philadelphia Experiment, Sunday, February 24th. And David has been a very, very popular uh, guest on our show. And, He's so uh, knowledgeable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, his knowledge is very deep, so it should be a very interesting show. And that knows about some things about the Philadelphia experiment, so uh, it should be very good. It should be very good. So, um, while we're conducting business, Ed, I have a fundraiser I'd like people to know about. Go ahead. Um, we're trying to raise funds real quickly for um, a small children's park here in uh, northwestern Indiana. And the park has been around for quite a while. It's a favorite of many, and it really needs a lot of help. It needs some equipment repair so it's more safe for the children, and they need to mulch. I digress. We're collecting old cell phones and inkjet cartridges. Hmm. Um, It's a green project, so anything that you send to us, even if it's not usable by the people who are going to give us cash for these things for our fundraiser, um, they will be... They will be um, disposed of properly. They'll be recycled. They don't wind up in a landfill. You know, one cell phone in a landfill under pressure can contaminate up to 132,000 gallons of water. Wow. Isn't that insane? One cell phone, if it's compressed to the point where it explodes, you know, or pops open and leaks. Yeah. So they will be recycled in a proper manner, and you can send them to um, Annette at P.O. Box 2672. Chesterton, Indiana, 46304. Okay. okay. Or email me for pickup or something if you're in the neighborhood. I'm at fairyring, F-A-I-R-Y-R-I-N-G, at hughes.net, H-U-G-H-E-S.net. Cool. cool. Yeah. Delphi, Thank you. Question. <laughs> no problem. Delphi, in question, any chance that you might be able to come out to that uh, to Champs on Monday night, February 4th? You're in the area, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah, if you got if you got time, pop on in. Okay. I'd like to say hi. I'd like to say hi. And uh, that's what. Do you have any plans to take this any further, any deeper with this prayer? The praying. What do you mean by that? Can you emphasize that? Hmm. Are you going to expand to the point where you can reach more people? Or maybe in a different media? Um, actually, I just created a Yahoo group. It's called Healing Haven Modalities. 
I haven't invited anybody, so anybody that's listening here, welcome to Google it or look at Yahoo Groups and check it out. Just to talk about different things, um, as you look at my page, um, I don't believe healing is just completely all with spiritual help. It's also about your mind, body, and soul. So I plan on creating a page to eating nutritious foods. I mean, it's not it's kind of like saying I'm going to eat like a bunch of junk food and I have all these health problems. It doesn't work both ways. So, yes, and actually um, I'm going to be starting teaching rituals in a group called the Witches Community, healing okay. rituals and leading rituals. And I run a ritual room group with my page as well. And I also have a list of charities in the Chicagoland area of food pantries, from where you can get clothing to where you could get rental assistance, uh, light assistance, gas assistance. Um, the list is multiple. It's very, very long and extensive, and I'm looking for anybody that can email me or send me information from anywhere in America so I can place it on there. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Bravo, Delphi, and that's quite an undertaking. Where, where, can, you find that, where can you find that webpage at again? Um, the Yahoo group. Yeah, if that's where the information is going to be. Um, the information is actually on my MySpace page, and there's okay. a link on it. It says list of um, charities if you're in need of help. Okay, okay. You can click on it, and it's viewable to the public. And if anybody's in any type of area and they don't know of anything, I would be more than glad to seek out assistance for them and see if I can help them. Okay, all right. That's beautiful. Um, because there's – Annette's heard me talk about it during – the holidays, basically around the Christmas holidays. And the one thing that I've always wanted to do is somehow, some way, excuse my dog if you hear him in the background, <laughs> somehow, some way, um, <laughs> he agrees, um, want to... Um, excuse my coven member for burping next to me. <laughs> <laughs> is he a dog too? No. <laughs> Um, somehow, some way, have something where we could bring in stuff to bring into the children, to like the children's hospital here in Oakland or whatever, around the Christmas holidays. I mean, most parents are strapped. They have children that are, you know, in there and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. Children's are children are uh, God's little angels, and uh, especially the little ones. And I wish there was a way we could put together just for we could make a trip there. You know what I'm saying, Annette? Just yeah, absolutely. A couple of days before Christmas or even, I would even do it Christmas Eve, you know. You know what, Ed? So many, just running up a flagpole, so many people do that. what you're talking about at Christmas time and mm-hmm. really don't think about the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So it almost would be serving more to do something when someone else may not be doing that. Okay. Like at at spring or in the middle of the summer, or because children are always going to be there, they're always going to be need. There's always going to be people worried, and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make yeah. it uh, every quarter or something. So yes, I completely agree. I'm all over it. Because. Uh... No, I can imagine nothing, you know, and the thing is, the ones that are, um, you know, destined to know that they're going to die, they're the one, they're they're usually more braver than the, the adults, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, just a thought, something will it's come about. It's a good about. thought. You know, something will come about. So, um, so we never know who's in our family is going to be in that situation. Yes. You know, so... There's also food pantries at our churches that you can just give money to, even if it's $50 or extra cans that you want to get rid of because, you know, they're going to inspire soon that people would be so grateful to have. And I'm going to ah, – shoot, I was going to say something, but I don't know if that would put me in libel. Um, let me go this route without saying no names, okay? Um. There are, shoot, let's put it this way. I've seen (laughs) outdated milk poured down, not even outdated. You have a week to go. Instead of being taken back, it's just poured down drains. So. 
There's a lot of that going on in America. So much waste. And there's so many people in need. That's the sad thing. Yeah. And uh, um, it's like, <laughs> you know, let me get it for 50 cents. I'm sure I could, you know, pass it on to any place for 50 cents, you know, a gallon instead of pouring it down the, you know, to the sewers. But uh, You know what? With the right, with a lawyer who could write up some kind of a, a liability release statement, you may be able to get your hands on stuff like that. They pour it down the drain because they're worried about lawsuit. Right. Huh. But with the with the proper, you know, form that yeah, says, Yeah, but what I a won't, week to I go. You respond. Hmm? What a week to go yet on a date? Because you know they can be liable. I work in the restaurant industry, and there's only certain things that we're allowed to donate to a local food pantry, and there's so much that just gets tossed because if it goes bad, the people can sue you. Yeah. Shame. And even though that hungry person is so happy for it, yeah. you know, they they don't want to, nobody wants to take a chance. <clears throat> and you can't blame them. I mean, everybody's so happy. I'm just protecting yeah. yourself. I don't but, know. Um, yeah, blind, if you have everything kind of, that would put, it would put the place, put the stuff to use the same day, you know what I'm saying? So, but, um, a well-placed liability release may help with something like that. Get your hands on stuff like that. Do we have any lawyers in the listening audience? Please write it to us at the Unexplained World and tell us if our idea is a good one or not. Can that work? How do we do it? And like I said, if you uh, have you been Delphian, have you been to uh, the Miracle Child's grave site? No, no, no. I'm definitely going to check it out now that you've mentioned it. No, unfortunately. Yeah, really, really uh, check it out. It's um, a very matter of fact when they first buried Mary Alice Quinn there. They didn't even have her name up on the headstone. They buried it with uh, family friends at their gravesite. Okay. And people still were flocking. They found they found out where she was. And they started flocking to it back back then in the 30s. And uh, so they decided, might as well just put the name up there on the headstone. So, um, yeah, it's ever since then, people are still flocking there. So, uh, yeah, check it out. It's, it's Holy Sepulchre. Uh, Sepulchre. Sepulchre. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, Ed. You know how I am. I'm, yeah, I, I, I couldn't hold are. back anymore. Sepulchre. Sepulchre. Okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, now I went to Catholic school, guys, for eight years. <laughs> you probably had that thing hanging around my neck for six. So. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, I get, Yeah. I, I, okay. I'm <laughs> I get, sorry. I'm, I'm, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm only human, right? So. That's okay. <laughs> we love you. It's all right. <laughs> Um, I got to ask you a question, Delphine, okay? You sound very young. Can I ask you how old you are? 28. 28. How long have you been doing this? Healing. Healing. Um, practicing your faith. Because you're pagan, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. Very good. Very good. You're doing a lot for a young age. Thank you. Very good, very good. What got you drawn to doing this? To healing or paganism? Yeah, healing. Um, I've been told, and I think these titles are very um, honorable to be placed on you, so I kind of have a controversy with it. I was told at the age of 14 by um, a karaoke elder of a great friend I had at that time that I was a healer. Um, a lot of people okay. have always told me different things that I just being in my presence and I don't know how to explain it. It's something you feel pulled to do. I understand what you're saying. And you're shy about doing it too, right? Sometimes yes, because some people may look at you like, huh? You know yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. You know what? And there's different things I have with gifts and fear guides and sometimes I get things to do things for people and then I'll tell them and they'll be like, whoa. <laughs> even creeps them out more, especially if they're so close-minded to what I am. Uh, I totally understand where you're coming from. Me and Annette have had this discussion before on mm-hmm. how much, you know, that I have a hard time expressing what I've experienced and what I feel I can do. 
And uh, and that I even called Pam before the show started tonight at about oh. five o'clock. And uh, she's another one that's uh, um, as you can probably figure out, Delphia and I have. I'm surrounded by a few pagans, Wiccans, Native Americans, and that. And uh, sometimes I call them for their advice on, you know, what, you know, how do I handle this? Um, so, and that's what I did with Pan tonight. I called her earlier. So, because uh, I still have a little hard time expressing what I can do, what I've experienced, and what I feel can be done. Right. Yeah, and because uh, people, you know, like you said, they just look at you and say, okay. And I had a shaman even say, Ed, you've, you know, uh, he told me about the past experiences that I've done, and he said, you are like a shaman without the training and, you know, um, formal training and stuff like that of a shaman. So, um and Annette, when we first met, I think that was one of the things we were talking about, too. When oh, it's healing. Around. That's the first thing we started yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it uh, uh, goes back a while. goes also, back a while. I believe certain things you're chosen to do, like Annette and I were speaking about earlier. I don't take credit for anything that I do, period, point blank. I am just a tool. Mm-hmm. There's certain people that... For some reason, they're chose just like anybody, a gas attendant. No life is meaningless, not whatsoever. Yeah. Well, you, you, you also see, and I've watched the, when I battled cancer uh, when I was 30, I would watch the shows on, it's seen on TV with the preachers that healed. And there was one or two that I firmly believed in. And it seems like, Society in itself, or the majority, would love to shut them type of people down. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I know it's it's a hard thing. You even have to be careful, even in today's society, saying that you could do this or can do that. Yep. Because they all they always can hit you with practicing medicine. So. Um, yeah. There's a famous author that talks about um, helping cancer because she put the word cure. Her name's Dr. Holder Clark. She got big time fined by the government. I believe she did some time for it. Really? Oh. Yeah. yeah, there was. I'm just trying to help people. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, Annette knows him, uh, a friend of mine named Steve, and uh, he's in, he's, he associates with a, high, a lot of high-tech people. And there was two individuals that actually we were going to have them on the show, and oh, yeah. they, yeah, they've uh, they caught caught so much heat because they use a, alternative um, healing for cancer and that. Right. And um, they caught so much heat that it's almost do I even do I even though from our past shows do I even gamble? having this, you know, on our show. Right. You know, um, so nothing's really been said about having them on again, but um, it's 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 taking a gamble. Uh, there's some things I feel safer talking about that we've talked about in the past shows than talking about alternative healing practices. Right. Um, yeah. But there's books out there. People can find them. Would you suggest any books? Um. For anybody that's looking about anything on cancer, look into alkaline, body's pH, um, pH buffers, B12, and uh, Dr. Holder Clark. There is a lot of information about her out there. That is one thing that I highly suggest. And basically, your great old nutrition. A lot of people wonder why they don't feel good. It's what you put in your body. What did you eat today? A donut for breakfast. Okay, Uh so... Are you a a uh, pusher of suggesting people eat a lot of more? Would you go more vegetable than meat or stuff like that? Or what, I'm a vegetarian. Are you? <laughs> are you? Okay. 
Yeah, but that's You're, more of a spiritual belief and than anything. But mm-hmm. um, how is your health being a vegetarian? Perfect, because I know exactly what my body needs. There are many okay. people, many cultures, India, they don't eat meat their entire lives. They let cows run around as sacred animals, and they're fine. It's just if you don't eat right and you don't eat enough things, that's when you become deficient. Okay. All right. Annette, do you have anything to say on that? Oh, um, I think it's very true that when people fall into trends of eating too much sugar or too much alcohol or too much of one thing even, that they just open themselves up to all kinds of illness, in my opinion, especially cancers. Yes, sugar, too much sugar. Yeah, you know, my father passed recently and... um, he went through this weird thing where he, you know, didn't really eat much candy or anything. And all of a sudden, you know, he retired and decided, oh, sweets are the thing. And you know what? He ate sugar, 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 morning, noon, and night. And I said to him, you know what you're going to wind up with? You're going to get something like a diabetes or something's going to catch up with you because your body just doesn't know where this came from. Yep. You know, it it doesn't even have a history of you doing this before. So... Sure enough, lymphoma out of nowhere, you know. So what? I think people should just be ca- mostly careful, just to keep things balanced, you know. Yeah. Okay, Go I got ahead. a question to throw out to both of you. Okay, I'm addictive. I guess you could say to diet colas. All right, uh-huh. and uh, without saying any brand With name, caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> What's in there? Aspartame. <laughs> Is it bad? Well, any any too much of anything. Well, too much of anything. Well, basically a liquid. I mean, well, you know. well, one thing that a lot of soda can do to you, or is can make you very acidic. And what that basically means, your body's like a pool. If you put a bunch of stuff in it, what do you think it's going to look like inside? When all you're filling it up is with soda or beer or whatever people drink besides water and juice that it basically needs. So you're saying the chemicals inside the diet colas and basically that don't have no calories, no fat content, et cetera, et cetera. But the chemical mixtures are bad. It's empty calories. I mean, there's nothing good for your body about it at all. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't have diet soda, don't have a cake, don't eat candy bar, but if mm-hmm. you're consuming, like my father probably has 10 cases a week of cola. He has mm-hmm. cola in the morning for breakfast. And then well, he hey, you know, why. He has no energy. Some of us don't drink coffee, though, right? I bet you don't drink <laughs> coffee, does no. he? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, I never touch caffeine, period. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm having green tea in the morning because if I have that great latte, I'm going to wonder why I feel sluggish later because of all those extra calories. and I, Everything's in moderation, just like in that said. I believe in feeding your body high vibrational foods and versus slug, slowing yourself down and giving yourself extra calories, you know, almost like the food pyramid. Follow it. It was created for a reason. Now, the green tea, okay, that you buy in the, in the glass bottle or whatever, is that as good as tea you make at home? No. Anything no. that you get from a store has preservatives in it. Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, organic is a little better. It means it has less shelf life. But as much as things you can grow, your own herbs, your own fruit in your garden, or your own anything, you can even make your own tea if you look it up. Um, there's many books about it. Sure. It's healthier. It's all natural. The, be- the better this quality of stuff you can put in your body, it's just like a car. Okay, let's take the example of your father, okay? Mm-hmm. If he went cold turkey, how long of a withdrawal would he, and what kind would he go through? Major. <laughs> Major, of course. I'm not sure exactly how much a caffeine withdrawal would last, but I'm sure that he'd be shaking, and it, it's a drug. It's no different yeah. than cigarettes. It's a drug. He'd be going through major withdrawal. But instead, maybe instead of having 10 cases a week, have three, you know? Mm-hmm. 
drink water. Yeah, wean yourself, wean yourself slowly off of it. Right. You know, and even with my kids, I mean, hey, I'm the first mom to say, okay, you could have a little treat, you know, you could roast a marshmallow on the fire tonight, or, you know, you can have some. I mean, enjoy life, please. Right. But, but don't. Uh, you know, okay, we eat sugar cereal in the morning, and then then at lunchtime we're going to have SpaghettiOs out of a can, and, then, you know, at night you're having a hot dog. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to kill you fast. <laughs> but lots of people don't even think, you know. I mean, I heard of a new study the other day, and this is going to blow everybody's mind. This is a Chad thing I'm sure he knows about. Chad okay. is a friend of ours. <laughs> is big into the conspiracy, but um, canned food is lined with a certain type of a glass that's, that has a chemical in it called bi- uh, biphenol A, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it before, but it contributes to um, female cancers, and I, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, every can in my house has to go away now. I can't do it. I just can't eat out of a can anymore since I heard, and if, even if they only even tested if you a little cook bit. It? Pardon me? Even if you cook the food out of the can? Oh, yeah. The study, you know what they did was they emptied the cans of vegetables and all these different things that they had, all cans. They emptied the cans. They rinsed them. They washed them. They rinsed them again. They filled them full of water. They tested the water that was in the okay. can. And guess what? Okay. Full right. of biphenol A. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I got a question to throw out to you. I'm throwing this out. To, and that knows, will know where I'm coming from when I talk. I've known three people, family members, who've quit their addiction to uh, cigarette smoking, okay? They quit it, and within six years, they were all hit very hard with medical problems. Two died, and the other one has COPD, okay? Um, Is there a chance, this is my, okay, this is, the excuse I give Annette, Kathy, my wife and stuff, why I have not quit smoking. Um, does the body go through a shock that when they go to cold turkey and quit their smoking, let's say, that it throws it out of balance in these diseases? Two of them had one had cancer, went right through his spine. The other uh, major heart problems, the other COP. COPD. Any chance you think the body goes through shock that shuts that causes it to go in balance? Now, what I tell my doctor that you know it's like, hey doc, you know I've seen people quit the smoking, and what happened to them four to six years later? Their excuse is, well, they already had the symptoms in the body. Well, that's what I would say too. I mean, the person with the heart disease. Well, my goodness, the cigarettes did that. You know, know, I mean, how many years went by until they finally quit? It still lingers. I mean, some things still hide. I mean, they say you've got cancer in your body and things linger, and it's just a matter of how much you destroy your immune system and how well they can start to metastasize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree as well. I completely agree your body can go through shock. There's actually been studies there. They're working on it. There's a big controversy between the government and the health field if they're going to do it, they're able to start doing tests to see if you actually are going, you know how everybody says, oh, I have cancer in my family, actually do a test on you and see, do you, do you, will you get diabetes? Do you have this gene that is suppressed? I mean, mm-hmm. all have things that are suppressed, but certain things bring them out. <clears throat> yeah, because that's an excuse. I've cut back, by the way, Annette, but that's an excuse <laughs> that... Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good for you. That's very hard. I complain because I care. <laughs> I'm down to about a kid. Uh, from two, two and a half. But um, that's my fear, believe it or not. That's my fear that uh, uh, once I do quit the shock to the system, I throw it on into being unbalanced. And you know what, Ed? If you fear huh? that, that plays a role also, I believe. The more that you're, you know, you and your mind think yeah. that that's going to happen to you, Guess yeah. what? You can make it happen to you just by thinking yeah. about it. I know that. What the bleep do you know? Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, we got 30 seconds to go. 
Delphian, thank you very much. If you can make it out February 4th, um, I will be in contact with you. I'd like to uh, create some links to your website and that for okay. the people that can use the help for okay. the, uh, uh, the the shelters and all that stuff. Yeah, I also have links for clinics in the Cook okay, area. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Annette, thank Delphian, you again. Delphian, thank you so much. You've been a wonderful guest. I really appreciate you coming up tonight. Thank you. Listeners, thank you very much. We got that's it. Good night, everybody. Blessed be. Blessed be.